Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
allow me to place a kiss On every inch of you I treasure There's not a spot that I plan to miss A day I've been dreaming about our endeavors I made a mixtape, ooh, just for this Earth, wind, and fire, my Elsina When we're not kissing, I want your lips To be reciting lyrics of pleasure Open wide, open wide Don't be shy, girl In your eyes, in your eyes I see your curiosity So how about I be James and you can be Miss Marie Baby, allow me to place a kiss on every inch of you I treasure There's not a spot that I plan to miss All day I've been dreaming about our endeavors I made a mixtape, ooh, just for this Earth, wind, and fire, my ghost, Nina When we're not kissing, I want your list To be reciting lyrics of pleasure Baby, allow me to place a kiss On every inch of you I treasure there's not a spot that I plan to miss All day I've been dreaming about our endeavors I made a mistake just for this Earth, wind, and fire, my Josephina But when I kiss it, I want your lips To be reciting lyrics of pleasure Harmonize, harmonize With you, girl, I'm
different kind of dude, you know, he made me like jealous over things, I ain't really a jealous guy, but you know, <laughs> jealous of your jeans, girl, cause it can rub your long legs, of your hat, girl, cause it can kiss your forehead, jealous of your belt, girl, cause it can hug your waistline, hug your waistline, 
Hotel, Grand Rising, Better Love. You're listening to the Truth to Power show. I'm Beverly, and we have Dr. Robert X, and he's looking at white supremacy and black faith. Well, how are you doing this evening, Dr. Robert X? Hotel, Sister Bev. Hotel family, it's good to be back home, Sister Bev. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Nothing like home. Tell me about it. And wow, so many things have have happened in the last three weeks, Bev. It's unbelievable. Oh, wow. Kind of what's been going on. The only thing i just seen was they talking about something about a plastic thing on a gun. They want to uh, ban that so they can eventually ban the gun, carrying a gun or having a gun. What else are they doing? And Biden, they gave him some, his son, uh, Bigum, they gave him some misdemeanors. Yeah. What, what else? Is, that's all I, I was able to see what was going on. Well, they caught both of them guys with $5 million uh, bribes. The FBI's were sitting on the information since 2019. You didn't hear about all that? No, I haven't uh, been wow. hearing anything. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's the, the power of the mainstream media. I'm sorry, go ahead, they caught, the da- they caught the daddy and the son? They got witnesses, eyewitnesses, those that are still alive. Several of the people are in hiding. The FBI says they don't want to release the documentation in this doesn't have any kind of uh, secret classification, but yet they don't want to release the documentation because they say that, that their informant may be killed. Now, the stuff is about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden taking $5 million bribes from Ukraine. Hmm. From Ukraine, there. Well, we say now, that all the time. If the witness is a higher level dude or witnesses, and they are, who would he be scared is going to kill him? Who is he scared of? There can only be one person. That's Joe Biden. The man. Didn't they call him the man? The big guy. Oh, the big guy. That's why they say, that's why the FBI is saying they don't want to release 
the name of the informant because he may be killed. Well, the only person that would want to kill him because he's doing something mm-hmm. to him is the Bidens. So that's why they say they sat on it since 2019. That's their reason, but that's not the reason. Mm-hmm. The reason that they sat on mm-hmm. it is because they're all working for the same thing. Now everybody exactly. can see it. Because since we've been on, Orange Man has gotten indicted. That's just since we were last on, Bear. Mm. All this has happened Again? in the last three weeks. Go ahead. No, I say, didn't he? This not the first time, is Didn't he get indicted before? He's, uh, it's like a welfare check. Is every month they come <laughs> up with a new indictment. Oh, my God. And people are raising hell on both sides of the political spectrum because they see it for what it is. And then today, they come down with some fake charges on Tyrone Biggums, right? For those Mm -hmm. of you who don't know, Tyrone Biggums is our nickname for Hunter Biden. You know, Tyrone Biggums is the character that Dave Chappelle created in his television series, where Tyrone Biggins, a crack-addicted black dude, but his whole existence is crack. So that looks so much like Hunter Biden that we decided to name Hunter Biden Tyrone Biggins. For those of you who want to see what we're talking about, go on YouTube or whatever and put in Tyrone Biggins. Then you'll understand who and what Hunter Biden really is. In the meantime, Bev, uh, Mm -hmm. Joe Biden is being exposed like never before. So what they do, this is what a body politic has typically done, particularly the Democratic Party. When their person gets in trouble, this is what they did to Clinton. They sent him all over the place in these little five-minute photo ops where he's appearing before fake groups of people brought in by unions or people at the upper levels of the Democratic Party to make it look like he has support, right? So he can laugh Mm -hmm. and grin and shuffle off and all this kind of stuff. But it's all contrived to make it look like he's out there working on behalf of the people when nothing could be further from the truth. It's the exact opposite. Everybody knows this guy can't go anywhere and stand up for more than five minutes, period. If he has to stand for more than five minutes, he will fall over somewhere along the way. (laughs) That's what he is. And they admitted it, Bev. They said they could not send him on foreign engagements because he doesn't have the physicality to be up to us. So they send his witch wife, who they're trying to make out to be some paragon of virtue, you know, Miss Polly Purebred or something, right? Right. But we all know that she was the babysitter that Joe Biden was screwing when he was married to his first wife. His current wife was that babysitter. They call her Dr. Jill. Mm -hmm. So everything about these people 
is as fake and as phony as can be. Be that as it may, I guarantee you, I guarantee it, there's going to be a cadre of Negroes to try to run out here and resell them to black people. Well, you didn't get your reparations these last four years, but just stand by. Stand by. We're going to make sure you get them in the, the next four years. Well, people, people are a little bit buy, there. Go well, ahead. People should, people should buy a bag of rocks. And when they come around them with that conversation, they need to start throwing rocks at them. Well, it, it, I would agree, Bev, and they also, our people also need to pepper them with very relevant questions about the state of black people in this country today, because yesterday was Juneteenth. I don't know if you or the family knows, here in Chicago, or just outside Chicago, there was a Juneteenth event for some young people, 22 shot, one dead. I heard Did something about, about that. that? Yeah, yeah huh? I heard that it was. Yeah, yes, I heard that it was twenty-seven people had got shot in yeah. Chicago. That's, that's all I heard. That's in the celebration of the realization that black people were no longer slaves. So, what do black people do mm-hmm. today? The young black people go to a Juneteenth event and try to kill each other. Now, that'll tell you about the state of the mindset of black people today. The second part to that was in Milwaukee. Four people got killed. I forget how many were shot. Did you hear about that one? These are young people. No, I didn't hear about that. Mm -hmm. So now, who's enslaving who today? You see, it's white supremacy that told black people just a few short years ago that now you niggas can go and celebrate Juneteenth. Before then, you talk to the average black person uh, about Juneteenth, and they would say, no, you mean June, don't you? No, I mean Juneteenth. No, you mean, ain't no such thing as no Juneteenth. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh. The, the system of white supremacy told black people they could now go and celebrate things that they didn't know a damn thing about. That was right after they got through telling them they can go out in the street and burn up shit and all kind of stuff. And we dutifully did it under the auspices of so-called Black Lives Matter, another fake organization financed and created by them to push their agenda. They were nothing more than white supremacists in blackface. And people didn't see it at first, but they see it now. They see that Black Lives Matter really never existed. It was being used and created to bring about a desired result. And that result was to have black people fronting for the system of white supremacy, the real system of white supremacy, not this fake thing that they're trying to sell everybody on. Okay? So you look at the people that's behind this, and you'll find the people that's responsible for the real system of white supremacy. 
because, of course, we don't have to tell the family bad because we've been uncovering and taking the mask off the face of the real system of white supremacy since we've been on this radio program. Right. Our people know, but the vast majority of black people don't have a clue. That's why we're still killing each other. I mean, I go back to the 70s, Bear. I could not contemplate black people killing each other at a Juneteenth event. So now a couple of years ago, I pointed out that when I understood that it was a system of white supremacy that was telling the NBA to put some some Black Lives Matter stuff on your uniforms and, and put it all on the court, the basketball courts and all that kind of stuff, right? Prior to that, then the girls wouldn't say nothing that had nothing to do with black people. I'm talking about the LeBron, the LeBron era of fake activist ball players pushing the system of white supremacy. As a matter of fact, because world government is the system of white supremacy. And it's being brought to you today like it was brought to you 3,500 years ago. The people who have stolen your legacy and are using it for themselves. Now, a lot of people refer to them as Zionists. You can call them the Khazarian Mafia. I don't too much care what you call them. We just refer to them as Old Testament. And as we said Saturday at the forum, or Sunday at the forum, Bear, mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, it, it's up to us. I, I'm right. not looking for anybody to help us out of this. Because in, in doing the research on this particular forum, uh, we found out that the communist movement in this country, all right, was nothing more than another part of the mechanism used by the real system of white supremacy to push their agenda. And we find that going all the way back over 100 years ago in the black community, going past the Harlem Renaissance in the early 1900s, Black people will subsequently be used by Old Testament, financed by Old Testament, to push their agenda. And one of the most important components in the pushing of that agenda was being brought to us by none other than the Anti-Defamation League of B'nai B'rith. Special emphasis on B'nai B'rith. So we're going to deal with some things, Bev, in these next few settings. I know it's going to take us at least two weeks to to get through this, hopefully, because we want to be crystal clear, because this involves us and where we are today and why our growth as a people has been retarded. In large part, it's because of the Negro intelligentsia who many of them, 
And the names will surprise some people. Many of them were communists. Now, I got to say this. The reason that I've come to, to believe that they were communists was because there were very few alternatives to what was happening to black people 120 years ago. Where would black people go? Well, they turned to the people that they felt would be allies with them because they were allegedly persecuted themselves. They had no idea that these very same people were part of the persecution of black people because they were infiltrating the black movement. They weren't just pushing their agenda. They were infiltrating the black movement. And once they infiltrated, and you can track it all the way up to the civil rights movement, when they infiltrated it, they took it over. Now, them same group of people by the 1990s will get busted out, exposed for spying on black people. Okay? And anybody that they felt might be a rival. And you're going to see some very interesting parallels when we start to go through the documentation that match the very same things that are going on here today because they are still behind all this stuff that's going on. <clears throat> if you look at, for example, a person like Adam Schiff, Y'all know who Adam Schiff, this big bug-eyed, lying through his teeth, Old Testament white boy out of California, who several members of the Republican Party voted against censuring him and basically having him to pay $16 million based on all the lies that he told and to this date has not apologized for any of those lies even attempting to read them into the congressional record, knowing that they was lies. Okay? But if you also notice, family, if you're paying attention, almost everybody who has come out fronted for Adam Schiff or those who are on the committee now who do the most speaking, right, on behalf of Adam Schiff and this and their agenda are Jews. I'm sorry, Old Testament. Because, see, these people aren't really Jews. They come from the synagogue of Satan. Now, I know many of you have heard that term used a million times before. But you ain't never had Satanism thrown into your face by these people like they're doing it today. You got to go back 3,500 years ago, back to, to ancient Kemet, to find a comparable situation to this one. Okay, the exact same stuff is going on. As a matter of fact, we could throw in Nazi Germany as a precursor to this. Because what you see going on in this country today 
is the reason that Nazi German became Nazi to begin with. It's mind-blowing. But there, <clears throat> before we get to any mm-hmm. of that, I got to send out some personal shouts. Okay. For people for people who came to the forum. And, and again, Bear, uh, I need to thank the Truth to Power family personally because we had a brother that came up, drove up from Florida. Wow. Okay. With two other young brothers. Okay, and uh, I tried my best because I had some difficulties with with my DVD copying, not being able to find the right material. But I did have some DVDs, so I made it my business to make sure that he took took home some mementos. Okay, and I meant to do the same thing for this other sister and brother who drove in. From Missouri, I think it was. I think Kansas City. Great. <laughs> well, let me get a drink of water here. Both okay. avid members of the Truth to Power family. And, you know, for somebody like me, Bev, I'm... I'm so far down the earth, people might think that I'm dead. I'm just a part of the earth, right? (laughs) (laughs) If you ever want to come to an event where you won't feel intimidated, you come out to one of our events. And the only thing would be missing is some barbecue and maybe some liquor or whatever, right? (laughs) Because you think you're at a party or something. Because we don't, I just don't believe in formality. I believe in respect, but I don't. I don't deal with with formalities of stuff, okay? And also, I know we have a couple of new listeners listening uh, tonight, so we're going to basically dedicate this program to them, uh, Brother Mike and Brother Phil, okay? We are dedicating these programs to them. So... All in all, uh, I would have to say uh, that as long as they felt that it was worth their drive, then, you know, that was, uh, that's enough for me. Because that's, that's never happened to me before, Bear. So okay. I can't tell you how that feels that people would drive those distances to, to come to yeah. one eye form. Yeah. Because I, I can't get a spatula and scrape <laughs> up black people in Chicago to come out and hear nothing. That's why, Bear family, mm-hmm. we had 20-some young people shot at a mm-hmm. Juneteenth meeting. Because many of our young people, and that's not to exclude them, but they have absolutely no spiritual acumen whatsoever. There are no parameters on their behavior. So I've warned black people before, and I'm going to warn black people again, do not let your children participate in these throngs of things that come up 
that some of these young black people are putting together. Don't let them participate in it. They, they, there's a good possibility they may become a victim. And, of course, the media ain't going to say a word because they want us killing ourselves, as many of us as possible. So now you can understand why they're letting so many black criminals out of prison or not sending them there to begin with. And on top of that, they're letting a lot of new criminals come into the country from foreign countries. Yes. Knowing that the first thing them Hispanics going to do <clears throat> because this is the logical progression of what happens in this country. A significant number of those Hispanics that come into this country will automatically join them Hispanic gangs. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing else for them to do. What, exactly. what are they going to do, go work for IBM? <laughs> As you stated, Bear, they emptying their jails and stuff like that, and, uh, sending them people here. So, and I just heard that they having a problem with the people that's coming from Chile and California. They robbing big time, but they they not doing it like we do it in the hood. You know, they cutting off people cameras and do, breaking in second story men and you know doing it. But they they got an epidemic going on in California. Well. I can only say, Sister Bev, California, like Chicago and New York, deserve everything they're going to get. That's all I can say. Okay? Because if you don't stand up for yourself, who the hell will you stand up for? If we don't raise hell about our children being propagandized, then what's the whole point to any of this? But just mention a party. Just mention part. Party! <laughs> and man, tens of thousands of us are right there. That's why I don't do party today, Bear. People know me and tell you, it's hard to get that dude out to social events. And large crowds. Oh, no question about it. Yeah. Because I understand what we're in, where we're headed here. And if we don't get a hold of ourselves, and again, a lot of it is not necessarily the fault of the people out here today. They've had decades and decades and decades of being propagandized by the leadership. W.E.B. Du Bois labeled them the talented tent. Right? Well, you look at that list of the talented tent, and I guarantee you nine of the, uh, uh, 90% of that 100% of the 10% are communists. It's mind-blowing, Bear. And again, I understand it But at what point do you say Enough is enough 
nothing. At what point do you say, I'm not going to be an advocate for other people's political philosophies? Let's go back at, at the history of black people since we like to beat ourselves on the chest and say we're the first people and we're the original. Well, where's your original philosophy that allowed for you to become great people? Is that allowed? Is it okay for us to fall back on our history? Or do we have to fall back to 1861 and some contrived bull crap that some of these academicians wrote up in their educational labs and is forcing on the people as if we didn't have no beginning until 1619? 1619 is when our history started. Before that, we didn't exist. And you look at it there, at the earlier point in the last century, the black intelligentsia went head over heels for communism. Head over heels. Because again, they needed something to, to grab a hold to. There was really very little else <clears throat> that black people could gravitate to. That's no different than the Black Panther Party subscribing to Marxist-Leninist doctrine in the 60s. No different. You see? No different. So now we come to the ninth or the 2000s, and you got so-called Black Lives Matter gravitating towards Marxist-Leninist doctrine. Old Testament white boys who ain't never did a damn thing for black people. So why are you grabbing hold to somebody else's philosophy? Uh, Brother, Hue- Brother Huey, and uh, Brother Fred, Fred Hampton, why are you brothers grabbing a hold to other people's political philosophy and not being historically resolute and grabbing a piece of your own history and doctrine to, uh, to give birth to or rebirth to? I don't want Mousy Tongue. Mousy Tongue's philosophy fits uh, Chinese people. If they want it, they can have it. Marxist-Leninist philosophy or Bolshevik philosophy was distinctly Old Testament, and they can have it. But I see nowhere in the annals of history where any of those groups have paid any kind of unwavering uh, support of African people, period, anywhere. But there we are, hand over fist, operating out of complete ignorance, because that's what I see when I see Black Lives Matter, total ignorance.
okay? Before for people who haven't done the necessarily their necessary due diligence to find out exactly what these philosophies have meant to our people. If you did do that, you probably run right into slavery, since that appears to be one of the major tenets of these people. But one thing they won't tell you is the people who were benefiting financially from that system, who ran that system of slavery, was Old Testament. Now, I think there's just a little bit of irony there in the fact that the people who are financing and pushing out this backwards logic today to black people to push for them is Old Testament. Because right behind it, right behind it, and again, the same thing happened in ancient Kemet or Egypt during the time of Moses or Akhenaten or Amenhotep IV, whichever name you want to use to describe it. Same thing happened. Using us to push their agenda. And I don't know how many times we got to say it. But it's just really... It's mind blowing. If you look at the the uh, McCarthy hearings there in the 1950s, the House Un American Activities Committee, there were a number of very prominent black people that they brought in there to testify the creme de la creme of black people. From Paul Robeson, communist. To Langston Hughes, communist. To what was the, they even almost got Lena Horn, communist. And a host of others. Uh, I recall there Jackie Robinson going to Operation Push and apologizing for being used to denounce black people who are communists. I think he died not long after that. But he finally realized that he was being used by the real system of white supremacy operating in the shadows. Again, the irony of the thing, Sister Bear family, mm-hmm. is Dodge Stadium getting protested and picketed by the Catholic Church because they allow for people who have openly denigrated and mocked their religion, Catholicism, Dodge Stadium allowed these people to come in under so-called Pride Month, Pride Month. In the meantime, uh, Joe Sasha's head, y'all call him Joe Biden, Joe Sasha's head, or the corpse, has a pride meeting at the White House where some deranged white boy that thinks he's a woman 
supposedly expose his breast right in on the White House grounds on the uh, on the lawn on the White House grounds. Go ahead, Bill. His fake breast, right? Or was he? Up he <laughs> you know it ain't real. These, these or as we said Sunday, is it real, mm. family? Is it real? Is real? Is it real? See, we're telling you the people that's behind all of this stuff because they've done it before. It's a part of their religious doctrine. Sex with children is not out of the ordinary for these people. Again, they did it before. And now they're doing it again. And we'll be some of the first people to run out there and defend them. Well, they need their rights, too. Uh, They already have their rights. This ain't about their rights. This is about the destruction of any kind of cultural norm that may exist in a country. That's what they do. They come in, they destroy your country. First thing they do is take over the system of capitalism. And then they go about their business of destroying your culture. And then remaking you, they call it build back better into something that uh, only remotely resembles you, has nothing to do with you or your culture, has everything to do with the pushing of their agenda. And when you subscribe or succumb to that, you effectively become nothing more than a uh, mercenary in the system of white supremacy, but you're in blackface. That's what you are. That's what we are. So yeah, Bev, uh, <clears throat> I think this this series is going to be very very eye opening. I don't think, matter of fact, I know we don't. Uh, I don't think we pay enough attention to what's really going on around us. Just my opinion. And I have to say, if I had to depend on mainstream media to tell me what was going on, I'll have no, I would have absolutely no clue as to what's going on around me. If I had to depend on and mainstream media. And that's ahead, why so many that's why so many people is walking around with no clue because that's what they yes. listen to. Yes. No question about it. Uh so many of our people. I mm-hmm. think that uh the fact that the ratings are in the dumpster, the board for mainstream media says that a whole lot of people finally have caught on to this. And that's why, even as they come up with all the number of fake charges against Orange Man that they have, his numbers are continually going up. 
his support is increasing. They can't figure it out. Okay? And what's really going to piss them off is if he gets elected before any of those trials are complete, none of them have, I would say, 10% legitimacy. All the rest of these trials. But if they get them up in D.C., where Old Testament has been running that whole thing, as well as the Southern District of New York, they know that, as the old saying goes, they can convict a ham sandwich. Now, all that stuff would be thrown out in the Supreme Court. But what could easily happen is Orange Man could get elected in the biggest landslide in the history of the country because that's what's shaping up now. While all them trials are still being litigated, and as soon as he gets in the White House, he can pardon himself. Right. Oh, that'll really piss them off. Okay? But all of that, and I tell people now, even though I understand the necessity to get uh, these monster monsters out of office only as a means of, of buying time, being strategic about what we do based on what we face. That supporting Orange Man against the establishment would buy us time to do some things that we need to do. If them people get back in office, they're going to throw the Constitution away on January 22nd. They're going to declare the system of capitalism is no longer in play. Okay? And that they're going to move to a completely different system. And anybody don't like it, uh, please send us your name. We'll take care of the rest of it. <laughs> I'm telling you how, how vicious these people are. All the movements that we talked about earlier, Bear, with Marxist-Leninism or Bolshevism and uh, uh, the Chinese model under Mao, Kill millions and millions and millions of people who they considered expendable because they may, in fact, uh, have the capacity to mobilize other people, particularly the intelligentsia. The very people that's pushing the agenda today who think that they're really pushing Marxist-Leninism, beneath Marxist-Leninism, or the so-called socialist construct is the technocracy run by Old Testament. I hope the family understands what I'm saying. Marxist-Leninism is the front. This thing that they're trying to put in place makes Marx and Lenin look like choir boys. Right, we're talking about 
Marx and Lenin had no concept of people being chipped and robotized. That wasn't in their doctrine. That's where we are now. It was physically impossible, even with communism or Bolshevism, to be able to monitor in real time using artificial intelligence everything that somebody said, everywhere that someone went, and including things that people think, not what you acted on, what you think can get you snatched up off the street. Never to be seen again. With no way of being questioned. This is the system that they're attempting to put in place, run by Old Testament, that is the real system of white supremacy. They got us thinking now because we can cuss out a cop or kill each other and don't go to jail or be let out. That somehow that's a step up. That's not a step up. As far as I'm concerned, Russell Simmons could go to the far reaches of hell. Y'all notice how I just snuck that in there, right? <laughs> Let me say it again. I don't give a damn about Russell Simmons and his family, his daughters, his sons, or whatever else he got. Because we know what Russell Simmons is. He told us right when Old Testament told him to disavow Kanye. He came right out and told us who his masters were. And that if you just get down on your knees and pucker properly, you can have some some dollars too, just like him. Now, I'd be damned if that ain't what he told us just a couple of months ago. Now, a couple of months later, I, I don't give a damn about him hollering and screaming at his children. Look at the impact that this bastard has had on a large number of black people, particularly those who gravitated towards him in the music and fashion industry, two industries that's absolutely, totally controlled by Old Testament. You see? But now their reach has magnified dramatically through the use of the computer systems, social engineering media. Okay, that's just a one part. That's just one component. And all this stuff is controlled by them. Okay. This LGBT thing is them. That's why it's all in the entertainment business. Correct. The movies. 
That was the beginning of it. They pushed it through Hollywood. The whole so-called Me Too. Didn't have a leg to stand on until them Hollywood holes got involved. It's amazing. But before all of that, Sister Bear family, that's a hundred years later. We're talking about a hundred years of propagandizing black people. I'm sorry, over a hundred years. With Mr. Communist himself, W.E.B. Du Bois, okay, the only Negro on the board of the NAACP back then. The rest were all Old Testament. So I say, wow, how does that, let me find something comparable to that. Let's go to all the major Jewish organizations, and let's see if we can find some Negroes on their board. And I can't find none. They sit on yours, but be damned if you're going to sit on theirs. They don't allow it. You goyim. You have no consequence to them other than the furtherance of the real system of white supremacy. Okay. And let me give you another real good example. I heard uh, yesterday or day before yesterday that Barack Obama, uh, Batman, you know, a white man and a black mask. Right. That's what he is. Okay. That he came out and is advocating that people be chipped and monitored. Okay. Now, I got to say this, Bear, because here's another Negro come to the party after the party is over. Who is that? Charlemagne the goddamn. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did. <clears throat> he did an interview with him or something? You talking about that? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I didn't really sudden, see it, but I heard about it. Yeah, he's saying that the Democratic Party under Obama didn't do a damn thing for black people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you expect him to do something for black people? If you did, you damn fool, you weren't on your job as a member of so-called black media, right, serving people some fake breakfast club, right? disregarding anybody that's trying to tell you who this dude really is and what he represents, or are you on the payroll, Charlemagne the goddamn? Okay, so now he wants to call Barack Obama to task, right, on what he didn't do for black people 13 years later, 14 years later. And I'm sure 
the family can remember the courts uh, Biden sitting in front of this same jackass telling him if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. And this Negro didn't do anything but swallow hard. I think some of us remember that. We remember. You see? So now he want to put on his black badge again. No, Negro. But nothing more than a nigger in blackface. That's what Charlemagne the goddamn and there's a whole slew of them. They're all over so-called social media. I'm sorry, social engineering media, because that's their job. They call them influencers. Their job is to propagandize you, to get you to go in a particular direction. I'm praying for the likes of Charlemagne the goddamn and Russell Simmons and Jay-Z and a whole slew of them Negroes. And you'll know who they are, because when... Kanye was calling them out, right? When he was telling the truth about what was going to happen, and then it happened. Where's all these strong, big, muscle-bound black uh, intellectuals and entertainers and athletes supporting Kanye? Because everything that he said happened to him. I'm still waiting for him. Don't hold your breath. Well, it may happen, Bill. I understand Jay Chappelle has called out Oprah Winfrey as being a groomer, mm-hmm. a handler, handler yeah. for the system of white supremacy. Go ahead, Bill. And uh, what's the uh, other funny guy, the little funny guy, I can't think of his name. He's calling out Jay-Z and Beyonce. Well, ain't that something, Bill? Because mm-hmm. it was a lonely little spot here, right here on Truth to Power some years back when we said the same thing. And we knew it wasn't popular with black people. But this ain't about popularity. It's about population. And specifically, population control. This ain't about no popularity. Okay? I'm waiting for Megan the Stallion and them hookers like her to follow right behind all the rest of these Negroes. I don't know a lot of them, Sister Bear. Because I don't listen to mm-hmm. it. But their behavior speaks for itself. The Cardi B's and them. Yes. There's a whole slew of them. Okay. Hookers. That's what they are. Do anything for a dollar. And some popularity. They'll even make commercials and tell you to go take that venom. Don't matter how many shots you got to take, go get you some shots. 
these are not times in which games have to or should be played with any group of people. Just tell the people the truth and let the chips fall where they may. Mm-hmm. Truth has never really been an extremely popular commodity to begin with. So just understand, when you go into this thing and you become a proponent of truth, you're going to get attacked by the guilty and people who are not. That come with it. It's like a hamburger and fries. They come with it. Okay? So, while I understand the behaviors of these people, because they want fame and fortune, I also understand who are the people that have the power to give both to them and to take it away just like they give it to them. The other thing, Sister Bear's family, that I thought was quite interesting was the fact that Instagram got busted facilitating pedophilia. That's not surprising. Uh, it may not be surprising, Bear, but I, we pointed out that there's something particular about Instagram and black people, that the algorithms have to be doing something uh, that attracts black people. So we said that it, it would almost have to lend itself to being a part of the black feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because black people seem to love Instagram. And bear, mm-hmm. on Instagram, they were using the words, I think we just touched on this. <clears throat> They're using the same phrases that was used by Podesta when his emails got busted out, when he ran the Democratic Party trying to get Hillary elected in 2016. And it subsequently come out that he was directly connected to Maria Abramovic and her spirit cooking, the head witch, the wicked witch of the West. Right. And that all those terms that came up out of that that would subsequently be connected to what they call Pizzagate, all of the terms and the symbols that the FBI had classified as being part of the pedophilia domain, that now all of a sudden, all over Instagram, Instagram in the pedophile networks, they're using the same language and the same symbols. And I, I was on there one time, and I saw um, nothing a site with nothing but children, nothing but black children, and they all dressed up and. And and it, it it hit me. It was like this is a pedophile site. Yes. And Bear, check this out, family. A couple of weeks ago, I heard on a quick little blurb, and it blew me away. Thirty-five children. Don't quote me on that number, but it wasn't under thirty-five. Thirty-five children came up missing out of Cleveland in one week. Hmm. Now, how the hell do 35 children come up missing and ain't nobody seen nothing? 
If one child come up missing, all hell supposed to be breaking loose. Thirty-five or more. Where's the flash mob to go find all them children? Where's social right. media? See, the young people can get on social media. I'm sorry, social engineering media, and they can say mm-hmm. we're gonna hook up here, we're gonna go out here, and we're gonna tap whatever we, wherever we decide our destination point is, we're gonna tear it up. And when you look up, you got twenty thousand young people out there raising hell about nothing. Okay? But somehow, you can't get uh, 15,000 black people, young people to mobilize to watch over themselves, because they're the ones that's going to be getting snatched out here. Go ahead, Ben. No, I ain't had nothing to say. I'm listening. It just blows my mind. Okay. How the hell does a half a million children come up missing in this country every year? That means every two years, there's a million children that come up missing. How the hell do you lose a million children? The answer is they're not lost. They're being taken and using. And in many cases, I'm talking internationally, not just in this country. In many cases, they become victims of uh, serial ritual abuses. The use of children and rituals and the eating of the flesh and the drinking of the blood. Okay, so, and again, many of us aren't outraged because our children didn't get snatched. Yeah, we're not hearing about it. Yes. Well, again, see, Bev, now we come to that that sticky fork in the road. It's always there. At what point do you get up off your ass and, and take a look and see what's going on around you? Or does that is right. that necessary? See, because a lot of this stuff. It thank you, Bear. Because we'll sit up and we'll watch people like Sam Smith celebrate Satanism right in front of our face. Or this little this little bastard, some Nas X with some Satan shoes. Were he making videos of having sex with the devil? You see? And that's fine. Because they black. He black. Well, Sam Smith ain't black. Not yet. He may be in the future. All right? Just like we pointed out there some years back that they can take stem cells and make a man uh, uh, give birth to a baby. So I'm sitting here listening to all the people talking about men can't have babies and all this stuff. It's because they don't really, they haven't uh, done a little more research on the technocracy in the capacity of the science to do stuff that is right out of the realm of science fiction. 
that's a homosexual dream for uh, Pete Booty Gig to get his husband pregnant and take some real maternity leave. Because remember, Bear family, they went and adopted some children. They were probably stolen from somewhere, right? And then him and his husband took some <laughs> maternity leave. <laughs> oh, playing down. <clears throat> Excuse me, playing down house. It's insane on his face, Bear. Mm-hmm. That's total insanity. For this guy, who's the secretary of what is it, labor or transportation? Transportation, yeah. Yeah, secretary of transportation being gone for a damn near three weeks because his husband just had some children. Get the f- out of here. <laughs> <clears throat> And people not be just absolutely outraged. But to see, family, all of this is part and parcel. What booty gig and the rest of them homosexuals and lesbians and drag queens and trannies and pedophiles, what they really represent is the current system of white supremacy. Because the farther you go up the top in this system, That's what you run into. It didn't just get that way. Some of us are just starting to realize it. We've been talking about this stuff for a long time, long before I did Truth to Power. Long time, decades. So for us to see this happen and to be put in people's faces, where people engaged in kink are given awards at the White House. Not that I have any kind of special love or affection for the White House, but I do understand the symbolic significance of it. And that for a person that wants to have his his man dress up as a doll complete with the leash on his on his face, the muzzle on his face, right, in black leather as he mounts his dog. That's why you got monkeypox eating their booties up. Because as we put on the table sometime back, Sister Bear family, we put this on the table. Some of you may remember, it hasn't been that long ago. Wait a minute, where is that? Where is that? Where you hiding? Okay, here's one of them. We put this on the table uh, a little while back. Meet the billionaires behind the transgender industry. The billionaires that are behind the transgender industry. Okay. 
And this is from activistmommy.com. And they say in this article, if you ever stop to wonder just how the LGBT movement, particularly the T group, came crashing down on society like a sudden avalanche of sexual anarchy, you're not alone. When the Supreme Court decision of Obergefell versus Hodges in 2015, it seems as though the levy burst in America. According to a well-researched article from Jennifer Bilek of First Things, that's exactly how the billionaires behind the LGBT movement planned it. They planned it. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm in the middle of a of, of the movie Django. Okay. Why that movie? Because it was just so fascinating to me how many of the black people accepted slavery as a part of their everyday norm. Mm-hmm. But if you're born into it, and that's all you know, you don't even know uh, that you are enslaved or how deep you are enslaved. You've been if you lied to enslaved, slavery, you not. Go ahead, Barry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, that's it. Go ahead, I'm finished. No, if you're born into slavery, and once you get past the age of five years old, you don't understand what it is that you're in? Because the system of slavery was black people getting their asses whooped on a consistent basis. And there's no way you could grow up in that system and accept it as normal. I don't see it, man. We're in a form of slavery now, and we don't know it. We think we're free. But we really not. That's my point. That's my whole point. That's Django. Yeah. You see? But look what one person, this little bitty dude, this one (laughs) little guy, look what he did to that whole plantation system. Yeah. He was a foreigner, too. Yes. Well, that's going to blow your mind, too, Bear, when we go to the world of academia in this country with the influx of Mm -hmm. communism a hundred and some odd years ago. Because many of the people, just like today, okay, many of the people who were proponents of it were not indigenous to the country. They came from other countries, black people, Mm -hmm. just like today. Okay, so again, history is rhyming. It may not be repeating, but it damn sure is rhyming. Okay, like a bad hip hop song, and that's why I feel like sometimes, uh, you know, going full Django ain't such a bad idea. Because what's the point? To be comfortable in slavery? 
No. When you comfortable in slavery, you become that house Negro that ran that plantation for the white folks. Okay? So now, they go on to say here, in fact, much of the explosion of all things LGBT in society in recent years can be traced back to the air of a gargantuan medical device fortune, but not without a helping hand from affiliates of George Soros's Open Society Foundation and assorted wealthy LGBT activists. Violet, the little white girl, juxtaposes the image of homosexuality in the past and present in our society. Until very recently, she notes, quote, gays and lesbians were underdogs, vastly outnumbered, and loosely organized, sometimes subject to discrimination and abuse. Their story was tragic. Their suffering dramatized by AIDS and Rock Hudson, Brokeback Mountain, and Matthew Shepard. Okay. Quote, uh, unquote, quote, today's movement looks nothing like that brand of persecuted outcast, unquote. Quote, the LGBT rights agenda, note the addition of T, has become a powerful, aggressive force in American society. Its advocates stand at the top of media, academia, the professions, and most important, big business and big philanthropy. Okay, now, I'm just going to stop right there for a minute just to interject within this. Uh, the ninth circle. The ninth circle. So I'm going to encourage the family who weren't with us during the years where we dealt with the ninth circle, okay, with every pope. For damn near 100 years Going back right at 100 years now All being members of the Ninth Circle Okay So uh, They go on to say Case in point John Stryker John is the grandson of Homer Stryker An inventor and orthopedic surgeon who founded the Stryker Corporation, which sold $13.6 billion in surgical supplies and software in 2018 alone. John Stryker is the heir to the fortune, and he's also a homosexual. They say beginning a lengthy career of pro-LGBT and environmentalistic environmentalist philanthropy, the young striker created the Arcus Foundation, whose mission is to ensure that LGBT people and our fellow apes thrive in a world where social and environmental justice are a reality. Among other causes, Arcus gave more than $58 million to pro-LGBT programs between 2007 and 2010. Stryker himself gave over $30 million to Arcus 
in that three-year period through his inherited stock in Stryker Corporation. We then follow the thread to John's sister, Rhonda Stryker. She's married to William Johnston, chairman of Greenleaf Trust, a wealth management firm where John Stryker served as a founding board member. Rhonda is also the vice chair of Spelman College in Atlanta, which received $2 million in an ARCUS grant for a queer studies program. Anything for money. Y'all thought holes only existed in the entertainment, uh, in, uh, in the very low levels of life? No. Holes everywhere. There's more holes out here now probably in the history of mankind. Everywhere. As a matter of fact, being a hole is promoted. It has nothing to do with your sex. Okay? But just notice who they go and get to push their agenda. They go straight to Spelman College. Because they gave Spelman some grant. And Spelman said, okay, boss. Okay? For some queer. Okay? And what's remarkable to me is many of these words like queer, they all meant and uh, and subscribed to the same thing years ago. Now they even separated them and gave them their own little identity, even though they are the same thing. They go on to say, Johnston and Stryker, Rhonda Stryker, have given Spellman $30 million overall, the largest gift from living donors in the school's 137-year history. Rhonda is also a trustee of Kalamazoo College, which received $23 million from Arcus, okay, in a social justice leadership grant in 2012, and a member of the Harvard Medical School Board of Fellows. Why not Harvard? Watch this, Bear. Did we discuss this before? Guess where our former mayor is now working? Sister Bear? I need you to guess this for me. So I'm going to put a pin in it right there. Okay. Guess where our former mayor now works? And there's a nice-sized article that was written about it. Okay. Talking about how these people who have shown their capacity to be irrelevant always seems to fall forward or they fall upward. They don't fall down. They fall upward. When you expose who they are, 
they end up at one of these colleges and universities or as a board member for some major corporation. Don't matter that they're failures. At least they tried to push their agenda. Okay? The title of the article, family, dealing with the former mayor of Chicago, is Lori Lightfoot takes a big dick to Harvard. <laughs> That's where she now works, at Harvard. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and just say this. Family, could you let Bev know in the chat room? I'm here. If you hear, I'm here. If you hear any of these other black uh, multinational influencers, you know the famous Negro people all over social media. Can you can you tell Bev if you know of any of them that have told <laughs> you about how dangerous Harvard University really is consistently? Than us right here, truth to power. Mm-hmm. It's the breeding ground for dysfunctionality, so-called Harvard. Remember, uh, Jeffrey Epstein was very close to the upper echelon people at Harvard. Remember, it was Harvard University where the Harvard boys went to carve up the Soviet Union, making it dysfunctional. And that brought in the rise of Putin. It's because of the Harvard boys. You Google that too. Okay? So Harvard is a breeding ground for dysfunction, which tells you who runs Harvard. I'm going to save you uh, the time of having the guest. Let's say Old Testament. Now, they go on here to say, Bilek also notes that Pat Stryker, another sister of John's, has worked closely with entrepreneur and gay mega donor Tim Gill. In 1999, Gill sold his stakes in Quark, his computer software company, and began the Gill Foundation. Alongside Pat Stryker and two other wealthy philanthropists, Gill funneled half a billion dollars into various LGBT rights groups and launched a strategy to flip Colorado from a red state to a blue state. It has enjoyed stunning success. If Tim Gill's name sounds familiar, it may be due to his infamous statement in a speech at the 2015, y'all remember this acronym, family, G-L-S-E-N, coming up in a variety of different places. Okay? But he made a speech at the 2015 G-L-S-E-N Respect Award that he would, quote, punish the wicked, unquote, referring to people like Christian cake artist Jack Phillips. In his speech, 
he was introducing John Stryker, saying that he and John have, quote, plotted, schemed, hiked, and skied together while punishing the wicked and rewarding the good. The wicked are the people who stand on their particular spiritual foundation. Okay? They the wicked. The good are the people that want to put their ass in your face, right? And propagandize and terrorize children in the form of cutting off penises and breasts. That's the good. That's what these people have been financing. They say, now that we know who the players are, what exactly have they done? They say, in an expose, Bilek notes Stryker's heavy hand in pushing transgender ideology long before Oberg failed. Stryker donated millions to pro-transgender groups, both big and small. He sent hundreds of thousands of dollars to ILGA, an LGBT organization for equality in Europe and Central Asia, and Transgender Europe, which funds smaller organizations in various countries. So they're basically financing the international arm of this whole LGBT movement. And I know you're probably thinking to yourself, well, Robert X, what does this have to do with uh, white supremacy? This is the agenda of white supremacy. You find out who's behind the agenda, and you'll find out the real system of white supremacy. That goes hand in hand with DEI or some say D-I-E, diversity, diversity, equity, and inclusion. The same people that are pushing that are pushing this. Okay? Now, they say in 2008, Arcus founded the Arcus Operating Foundation to organize conferences, leadership programs, and research. That year, in Bellagio, Italy. Wow. That takes me back to the Bellagio group. B-E-L-L-A-G-I-O. Look it up, family. The Bellagio group. They say that year in Bellagio, Italy, 29 international leaders attending a meeting of the foundation and vowed to support LGBT issues through global philanthropy. In attendance was Michael O'Flaherty, a rapporteur for the 2006 Yogi Carta, Yogi Carta Principles on Orientation and Gender Identity. The Yogi Carta Principles planted the seeds to bring in and attach gender identity ideology to our legal structures. Bilake explains. So they're going to 
finance certain people in the legal system, okay, get elected and push their agenda through the reinterpretation and eventually rewriting of the laws. In order to do that, you must rewrite the definition of words because law is all about the definition of words. And now y'all understand why the Negro woman couldn't identify what a woman is because she understands that there's another agenda coming right around the corner. Okay? So they say, O'Flaherty has served on the United Nations Human Rights Committee since 2004. In 2008, the United Nations member of member countries formed the LGBTI core group, specifically to focus on global LGBT issues. Group members included ARCUS-funded organizations like Outright Action International and the UN Human Rights Commission. Core group member countries include Albania, Australia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, Croatia, El Salvador, France, Germany, Is It Real, Italy, Japan, Montenegro, Mexico, New Zealand, Norway, Spain, the United Kingdom, the United States, Uruguay, and the European Union, as well as the Office of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights. You see, they have basically hijacked the whole notion of human rights. Because this is not about human rights. Ain't nobody hanging no damn lesbians and LGBT people in no damn trees. They are not being persecuted. They have an agenda. And that agenda requires them to have customers or victims. So they have to groom the children because it's a part of their agenda. So it's not about no human rights. It's about expanding their numbers through propaganda. And that's what the educational system has become, a propaganda organ for sissies, lesbians, or dykes, cross-dressers, kinkies, and all forms of upside-down humanity. They say, also at the Bellagio meeting, uh, Bilek points out, Argus established the LGBT Movement Advancement Project, or MAP. MAP. Now, Bear, let's just take that, okay? The Movement mm-hmm. Advancement Project. Go back to the whole Pizzagate thing. And remember when they were talking about maps and some of the dialogue and how uh, John Podesta was asked about a map, and right. people didn't quite know what they were talking about. But now you can see map in this context means movement advancement project. But on the local homosexual domain, it stands for minor attracted persons. P that they put in LGBTP 
minor attracted persons. Okay? But they put this movement advancement project in place to track the complex system of advocacy and funding that would promote gender, gender identity, transgenderism in the culture. That's why, Sister Bear family, it's really good to see anybody fighting back against this insanity. And now a whole lot of people have finally woken up. And they're not letting these people get away with this insanity anymore. Even children in some of the schools around the country are challenging this whole LGBT insanity. Okay? So they go on to say, from there, these pro-transgender initiatives sink their tendrils into society by training leaders in political activism, leadership, transgender law, transgender law. What the hell is that? Religious liberty, education, and civil rights. The list of such leaders and their ARCUS-funded groups, Bilek says, is daunting, including the Victory Institute, the Center for American Progress, the ACLU, the Transgender Law Center, Trans Justice Funding Project, Outright Action International, Human Rights Watch, Human Rights Watch, GATE, G-A-T-E, Parliament for Global Action, the Council for Global Equality, the UN, Amnesty International, and GLSEN. They say perhaps one of the biggest areas in which these groups are working is in public education, especially with regard to the perverse education programs being foisted upon children in America and across the globe. And if you stand up against them, they start calling you names if you try to disagree with the sexualization of the children. They call that fascism. So it's not about human rights. Okay? It's about the current creation, open advocacy for the real system of white supremacy. Okay? That's what this is all about. And then you look at the people behind it, and you'll see them directly connected to other facets of the global system of white supremacy. I've said it a million times. It ain't Billy Bob that can't hardly spell his name. That's who they want you to think it is. Okay? Now, they go on to say, the Sexuality Information and Education Council of the U.S., 
in partnership with Advocates for Youth, ANSWER, GLSEN, the Human Rights Campaign Foundation, and Planned Parenthood Federation of America has initiated a campaign using rights-based frameworks to inform approaches in reshaping cultural narratives of sexuality and reproductive health. And the first thing that should come to your head is what the hell does Planned Parenthood have to do with LGBT? I thought that they were about facilitating the mass murder of children that they call abortion. How do you end up in this? Because it's all the same stuff. That's how. Okay. They say 61 additional organizations have signed a letter supporting an overhaul of current curriculums in the school. And if you disagree with any of it, you are book burning, book banner, you are fascist. So we must show five-year-olds and six-year-olds how to have anal sex. And we need to encourage them participating in it. And we need to pass laws where if a mother or father do not want their children engaged in this, and their children are in the public education, public school system, we need to go and get that mother and father and lock their asses up. That's what they consider their right, the LGBT human rights. It's the right to take your children and juke them any way they feel is necessary for the furtherance of them and their kinky sexual lifestyle. Okay? It's not about human rights. They have the same rights as everybody else in this country. Okay? So who says they get some extra rights because they they insane? Where does that come from? You, y'all know where it comes from. They say in 2013, the Arcus Foundation named Adrian Coleman as director of its international human rights program. Coleman has previously worked with George Soros' Open Society to push transgender ideology and begin initiatives to normalize transgender children. In 2015, Arcus worked closely with and funded pro-transgender programs for Novo Foundation, which was founded by Peter Buffett, son of billionaire Warren Buffett. These programs and initiatives advance gender identity ideology by supporting various faith organizations, sports, and cultural associations police department training, and educational programs in grade schools, high schools, oh, GLSEN, whose founder was brought to Arkansas in 2012 uh, on a board of directors, has influenced many K-12 school curricula. Okay? 
So it's not just high schools, but they they got universities and medical institutions, including the American Psychological Foundation, including the American Psychological Foundation. None of this would be possible without the psychologists who are inundated all throughout the educational system now who can basically give fake designations to these children, okay, to tell them that they really women stuck in men's bodies and vice versa for the little girls, okay, and then put them in this framework where they can be given drugs, right, puberty blockers without parental scent consent, or knowledge, all under the cover of psychology. But the overall arching reason why that's important is because in the 1960s, Old Testament took over COINTELPRO. They took over COINTELPRO using technology in the area of psychology and drugs, right? Because with the psychologist comes the drugs to alter uh, behavior or begin the process of programming. So you give the children these fake psychological designations as you test them uh, to find out where they are mentally. Now you can give them a psychological designation and begin to put them on these fake drugs that will alter them for the rest of their lives. Okay? They say, Arcus Fund Help App, APF. The leading psychology organization in the United States developed guidelines for establishing transaffirmative psychological practices. See? And because we know, family, that the Anti-Defamation League took over COINTELPRO in the 1960s, uh, and turned it into psycho intel pro that we've been uh, talking about here on the on the station for a few years now to give it a name in terms of what's happening it's the same thing it's just far advanced now it's using other methods to program the people okay and you cannot separate these psychological programs from the technology because they've already admitted that damn near all of the social media platforms are basically programming people. Right, there, We dealt with that 10 years ago. Yeah, we see they it now. It. Go ahead, Bear. No, I just say, I and mean, you can really see it now. Yes. So that's how deep this is. But what we really are outlining for you here and showing you 
is the real system of white supremacy. Okay? They say psychologists are encouraged by those monies to modify their understanding of gender, broadening the range of biological reality to include abstract medical identities. Medical identities. They say this intricate intricate web of massively wealthy donors may very well be the primary reason for homosexuality and transgenderism being so rapidly accepted and embraced by the enlightened, that's in quotes, of society in spite of stark warnings from endocrinologists like Michael Laidlaw, who points to stacks of evidence that gender theory and transitioning poses immense danger to children or psychologists like Ray Blanchard, who point out that the vast majority of gender dysphoric children revert to their biological gender if allowed to naturally experience puberty. If allowed, if allowed to naturally experience puberty. So we got to threaten the parents and get them off the playing field. Because we already set up secret little mechanisms like in some of the high schools when, when the children get to high school, they can leave home dressed like Bob. Right? And by the time they get to school, they got secret little rooms where they can go in and change into their women's clothing, and they cease to be Bob, and now they Betty Boo. With the total encouragement of this uh, school staff. Now they become Betty Boo with big fake titties, big fake booty, all of it. And now some of the children in the schools are rejecting it. They're saying, we are not this. Why are you showing us this? So now they say, how do treatments that threaten sterility, possible risk to bone density, cognition, sexual function, and cardiac health become the standard of care? It's simple, really. These treatments don't grow on trees. In fact, they cost quite a pretty penny. Through their pervasive pro-transgender philanthropy, Stryker and company have sparked an epidemic of transgenderism, arguably a virulent, quote, socially contagious, unquote, mental illness. This epidemic cries out for puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and all manner of surgeries to force the body to match the mind. Now, when you get a chance, Google, what's that ugly little black monster, uh, one of the ugliest women on, on the planet, internally and externally? 
You talking about the news lady? She's on the view, man. Oh, you talking about Whoopi Goldberg? I thought you were talking Goldberg. about that one. Mm-hmm. No, no, the other one is just retarded. She's an attorney. Oh, okay. But she's straight okay. up retarded, and she's a a congenital liar. She can't help but lie. And they get caught lying all the time. But it doesn't matter, because in the world that they exist in, the ends justify the means. Anyway, when you get a chance, Google, uh, Whoopi Goldberg has investment investments in puberty blockers. Because you can look at her with her ugly ass right off the bat and tell that her puberty was blocked as a young child. That's why I said and came up with the joke that when she finally got a man, albeit a white man, that all she could do was to yell, whoopee, finally. Because no black man with anything near 2020 vision would go near. And okay. she didn't stay with, with the guy she had. They wasn't together that long, was they? Uh, because he she was a stepping stone <laughs> to increase his viability in terms of his acting career. Mm. And she got a baby out of it. Uh, I can't see her have giving birth to anything human. But they say she have a daughter. Wow. I feel sorry for her. Mm-hmm. Ted Danson was his name, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, looked like he fell out of a 1950s comic book with his crew cut and all his other crapola. Anyway, I think they deserve each other. You ain't heard her connected to a man since then. And I see she's ugly inside and out. Okay. So her ugly insides is what's responsible for what's outside of her that's ugly. Because beauty is always in the eye of beholder. That's a fact. But when you ugly on the inside, ain't no way in hell you can make up for that ugly on the outside. Well, it it it, it looked like the pharmaceuticals is the ones who's really. I mean, they not the only ones, but they really the making out really a big with this with all this gender well, of course stuff. Yeah, but then you look at who basically runs the pharmaceutical industry, and guess who you run into, man. <laughs> Old Testament. Uh, bingo. We just had a clear example mm-hmm. of it with all of the venom. All the major manufacturers producing the venom are all Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Now they're all running for their lives trying to get away from all the lies that they told the people to get them to take that venom because their ultimate aim is to get as many of our asses off this planet in as quiet or as peaceful a way as possible. And that's why we said from the the... very beginning, Mm Bill, there ain't but one group of people that has the the juice to lock down damn near the whole world. 
We said that from the very beginning with the enforcement mm-hmm. arm coming through NATO. So this kind of, you know, it kind of feels like uh, when they, the Nazis, when they put the people in the uh, gas chambers, they, I mean, they quietly went in. Cause they that's lied correct. to them, and that's, and that's what the venom feels like, seems like. That is exactly right, Bev, because everybody ain't dying all at once. People die indiscriminately for reasons that nobody can explain from a variety Mm -hmm. of different illnesses because the venom basically activates anything that looks like it might be a wayward gene in your body. So cancer Mm -hmm. explodes, heart attack explodes, a kidney failure explodes. It attacks every organ in your body. And I even mentioned the... uh, uh, beyond the organs, uh, the blood clots in your veins. Mm-hmm. People die at the age of 21 from cancer. Unfortunately for them, <laughs> they have gotten three different shots. Now, all of a sudden, they come down with cancer. And you all that's that how you didn't hear. And you didn't hear of young people dying from a heart attack. That is correct. Now they got heart problems all over the damn place. And the the level of of deception is so great that the medical community, which they control, okay, uh, still to this date, a large number of those in the medical establishment will not say anything about the, the venom that's killing all these people. Okay? Now, look what they say, Bear, right after you say that. They say, uh, this epidemic cries out for puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and all manner of surgeries to force the body to match the mind. The medical community stands to benefit to an obscene degree from the wholesale mutilation of these children, and in turn, they turn around and support the very organizations pumping the world full of pro-transgender dogma. These wicked people have billions of dollars at their disposal to advance their sick agenda, however, have something much more valuable on our side. On our side, we have the truth. Never forget that, and never stop fighting. Okay, family. So that's just one article showing you just a small part of the level. Okay, and the distance that these Old Testament billionaires. Okay, have committed themselves to. This is just one smaller area, but it's showing you how deep it goes. And I know, Sister Bear, family, that many of you recall when we did the presentation on Balenciaga, right? Now, this is all dealing with white supremacy. 
in blackface. I know some of you remember Balenciaga. Y'all know, because Kanye busted busted it out. His wife was a major player involved in it, still is. Because she ain't leaving her satanic digs Because that's who made her what she is I guarantee you Somebody told her If you really want to be popular Go and get you Some black girl booty And some black girl breasts And you will be popular beyond your wildest imagination. Now, that's that's to get the left and the hips. Well, that's the booty. (laughs) Yeah. That, look, that's what they told her in the COVID. All right, so she's looking down into that bucket of smoke, right? Uh or looking down at them cards on the table, and she's being told what she must do in order to strengthen her popularity, right? Because remember, she's right there with Maria Abramovic in the photos, along with Jay-Z and the rest of them. Okay? So Jay-Z has been uh, inducted. Uh uh, all these people and their families run together. They all come from this the same coven, okay? So Kanye, who's an up-and-coming rapper from Chicago, he gets put on by Jay-Z and then gets turned out by his wife, who really becomes his earliest handler. Y'all follow me here? Because the the global system of white supremacy, the foundation is satanic. It is, in fact, the synagogue of Satan. Not the mosque of Satan. Ain't never heard of that one. I have heard of the church of Satan, but that's a specific organization. But the old the old writings don't tell you to watch out for the church of Satan. They said beware of those from the synagogue of Satan. And I ask you, family, who do you know who reside in the synagogue? Old Testament. Absolutely. Without question. Now. You a Christian? You tell me that ain't in fact what your book tells us to look out for. And and, and I've seen, well, we've seen the transformation of Jay-Z. He went from uh, hard rap, you know, you and the rap gang supposed to be hardcore, and now he's yeah. walking around with the gay guy hairstyle, so, you know, this gay artist, so, you know, what that say? So, he may be out there and switch roles, and that's right. 
And remember, Bear, he came out publicly and said that his mama was a dyke. Yeah. So just like Obama being raised by the tranny, his, um, what was she? His, uh, his nanny, right? Mm-hmm. And by mm-hmm. the way, family, for you new people, for those of you who don't know this, you can Google this, just pull up the video. Obama nanny speaks forward slash video. And I said, that's who turned him out. Right. Because his mama was a CIA hoe. That's what, that was her job. And remember who they said she hold with there? Do you remember the name of the black guy that they said that was really Barack Obama's father? you remember his name? I don't remember his name. How about mm-hmm. Frank Marshall Davis? Ring a bell? Frank Marshall Davis. Frank Marshall Davis. I want y'all to remember that. You can Google it. Frank Marshall Davis. Is Obama's father? Not, not the African t- guy. Well, they came up with two different guys because she was a hoe. How do you know who, right. baby, the hoe was having? All right. But she was a Jewish hoe, which mm-hmm. makes Barack Obama what? A Jew. Oh, thank you. Because the lineage comes through the mother, according to them, don't it? Yeah, yeah. So that makes him a Jew, which meant that he was eligible to push their agenda and became the first president in office to open up the closet door and let out all the degenerates on his watch. Okay? So everything I'm telling you You can pull it up and go see it for yourself. Don't take my word for any of this. But that brings us back to today before we go back and look at the world of academia. I told y'all this is going to be something else, family, because we put in stuff in this presentation that I knew we weren't going to have time to put in in no three-hour setting. Okay? So you're going to get stuff. In, in this series of forms that they didn't get at the forum here in Chicago. Because we even go into to our books now. Okay? But let's, let's stay here because I'm showing you how the components of today lend themselves to things that happened 120 years ago with the formation of the communist-slash-Bolshevik movement that had its clutches into everything having to do with the movement of black people during that time, up to and including specifically the Harlem Renaissance. Okay? These are the people... I hold responsible, and I always have, the academicians, okay, and confronted people who were of 
some status here in Chicago who came out of the Black Power movement because they were like 10 years older than me. And my question to them was, why did you guys stop advocating for self-determination? And as we pointed out years ago, Bear, I don't think it's no coincidence that many of the people that fled the cowards or the government conspirators end up in the world of academia when the black power movement was basically assassinated. Okay. Bobby Seale was one of the few that did not, although I think he did get his degree, he ended up making some barbecue sauce trying to uh, show people uh, how to uh, put some good sauce on some some rip tips. Bobby Seale, family. Unbelievable. You had others like Angela Davis, straight up lesbian, become a college professor. You had uh, uh, what's the brother's wife uh, with the mole on her face? Ah. Anyway, a number of these people ended up in the colleges and universities. So I had to ask the question, what happened to self-determination? Where where are the institutions that you were supposed to be building that lent themselves to self-determination? So the young people today, they will look uh, and say, well, our generation didn't provide anything. My generation failed. No. They didn't fail. They were infiltrated and assassinated. Same thing is happening right now. Same thing is happening right now. If you take away the fake Black Lives Matter movement, and I think everybody agrees now that that's a fake-ass organization, but take that out the mix and then tell me what this generation of young people had done to change anything. You see? And the reason is not their fault is that that they're confronted with just like we were confronted with. That's why we tell you PsychoIntelPro is a successor to COINTELPRO. And the results are going to be the same. And we see major indicators of it right now in terms of the behavior being altered just like back then. It's my job as an elder to show you how it's being done so you can fight back against it. You can fight back against it properly. Okay? And again, I'm not throwing a broad brush on all of the young people. I'm specifically talking about people in the highest echelons of academia who are absolutely out of their damn minds. And all of them that you'll hear about are pushing this insanity. Some guy named Kalindi something, ex-Kalindi or whatever. I don't see. I don't follow him there. I'm too busy researching, so I don't know a, a lot of the names of these people. 
but I do know they're out of their damn mind. And whenever the exposure comes, these same people disappear. They disappear. They melt. Okay? But y'all know who I'm talking about. If you're younger, you know who the media is pushing in terms of of, uh, purveyors of black thoughts. They're all pushing this LGBT junk. Okay? Just like the NAA-LGBT is pushing this junk. The National Association for the Advancement of Lesbians, Gays, dot, dot, dot. So let's go back a year ago. Not even a year ago. A few months ago. Let's go back and recall the situation with Kanye where, uh, let's call it fate. Okay, fate. Because of fate, Balenciaga got busted out. And I had never heard of Balenciaga because I ain't into the gay clothing. I know gay stuff when I see it. Hell, when they first came out, Bev, you're a witness. And they come with the skinny jeans. I said, oh, Barack Obama opened the closet and let them all out. And the first thing they're going to do is change your clothing. Yeah, they they didn't do it. They went from baggies to skinny jeans because they want to see what you're packing. And then all the drones, that's the people that ain't thinking. Because as we pointed out, that we've documented, there's no industry that's more engaged in this LGBT insanity than the fashion industry. And they ain't just started. A few months ago, we dove heavily into it and showed you historically what these people have been up to. But when we came to Balenciaga, something I had never heard of, and then I found out that it's one of the biggest brand names in the world. Okay? And it's because of Kanye. We ran into this family. Uh, Pop Topic. Pop Topic. Pop Topic.com. Balenciaga, Satanism, cannibalism, and child abuse. Balenciaga, Satanism, cannibalism, and child abuse. Here's what they say. Shocking Instagram. Instagram. Didn't I just tell you last week, Instagram got busted, shielding pedophile rings? Didn't we tell you two, three weeks, three or four weeks ago, maybe five weeks ago, black people need to be very wary of Instagram? And if, if at all possible, you need to get the hell off of it. Because this is about programming, family. Those are not my opinions. That's what they say. We can make these people do whatever we want to. If they're on uh, these social media outlets for any uh, 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 
reasonable amount of time, we can turn them into drones. That's CBS News saying that, not me. Here's what they say. Shocking Instagram post linked Balenciaga stylist Lada Volkova to cannibalism, child sacrifice, blood rituals, and child abuse. All because of Kanye opening up a can of whoop ass on him. Lada Volkova, an in house fashion stylist for Balenciaga and Vetiment, has recently made her Instagram private after Internet sleuths discovered that the woman responsible for most of Balenciaga's ad campaigns is into Satanism, blood rituals, child abuse, and cannibalism. Balenciaga deactivated their Twitter account when Elon Musk declared that his first goal will be battling child exploitation content on the network. The luxury fashion business then launched a frightening advertising campaign featuring children and a controversial court filing regarding the legislation of, quote, virtual, unquote, child exploitation content. Virtual. Is it there? Is it real? Oh, it's there and it's real. But you got to be plugged in to participate. Beyond that is just virtual. They say Balenciaga was quick to comment when the discovery went viral and emphasized that they did not intend to have children polled for the campaign. They go on to say Balenciaga's spokesperson and Hollywood socialite Kim Kardashian defended the fashion tycoon and essentially said that people make mistakes, quote, I've been quiet for the past few days, not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaign, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. You hanging out with the Wicked Witch of the West, and you don't know nothing about Balenciaga? Let me keep going. Quote, I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology. In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issues and will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. As for my future with Balenciaga, I'm currently reevaluating my relationships with the brand, basing it off their willingness to accept accountability for something that should have never happened to begin with and the actions I'm expecting to see them take to protect children. They say the majority of individuals, however, were unwilling to forgive and forget and insisted on looking a little closer at the individuals behind Balenciaga and what they discovered was very unsettling. They say since 2014, Lada Volkova has been the chief stylist for Balenciaga. She's collaborated with Vogue, Adidas, Chanel, and Jean-Paul Gaultier, among others. In Russia, her surname translates to wolf, a sort of animal notorious for snatching children and even eating them. They're even known for cannibalizing their own species. Volkova 
has made multiple posts regarding cannibalism, and in one Instagram picture, she makes a reference to eating a baby with with the hashtag cannibalata. Volkova, who is an outspoken Satanist, visited a church in New Orleans wearing a cannibal corpse t-shirt. She shared an image of her visit to Instagram, mocking the church by writing, quote, best place to practice, unquote. A lot of her Instagram posts have cannibalistic themes. However, cannibal corpse doesn't really seem it would be her type of music because it's just in the name and the lyrics. The following are lyrics from their song, quote, entrails ripped from a virgin's cunt, unquote. And here's what it says. Virgin, tied to my mattress, legs spread wide, ruptured bowels, yanked from her inside, diversionized with my knife, Internally bleeding vagina Secreting They say Speaking of bloody mattresses She also posted this picture With little to no context whatsoever Maybe she just takes Cannibal corpse lyrics A bit too literally If that's the case Run And remember The name Albin Adams It will definitely come up later while the band's guitarist, Pat O'Brien, has denied that they are into Satanism and actual cannibalism, three human skulls were discovered in his home during a search conducted after he was arrested for armed robbery. Lada Volkova even posted an image of an infant holding up a real human skull with satanic sigils behind it. They go on to say, it would appear that Lada Volkova likes art that portrays children enduring physical or mental abuse. A little girl wearing a bow and a ponytail can be seen confined to some kind of torture device and chained to the wall in the painting that is located above. Then they say Lada Volkova also shared a very disturbing and grotesque painting by Gene the Risen of a young boy disemboweled in the woods. Gene's Instagram page is filled with satanic symbolism and imagery that alludes to child torture. One vulgar image shows a woman in a white dress ripping open a bloody amniotic sack with a baby inside of it. One of her Instagram posts with no caption or hashtag, shows young kids with terrified looks running naked through a dark forest. This painting in particular terrifies me because it reminds me of a claim made by an alleged satanic ritual abuse survivor, Sarah Ruth Ashcroft. At first, a lot of people disregarded Sarah Ruth Ashcroft's allegation as insane. She made very shocking allegations against celebrities like Tom Hanks and Jonathan Freeman, the voice actor for Jafar, 
in Disney's Aladdin. She provided horrible details on her assault, describing her ordeal and suffering in such detail that it was difficult not to believe her. She even provided the addresses of the claimed abuse sites and the names of everyone involved, including her father and uncle. She said that her father would traffic both her and her younger sister to powerful political leaders and famous movie stars. She said that in exchange for their silence, they'd be promised their dream jobs and wealth in the future. Strangely enough, Sarah's sister is now a writer for one of Hollywood's biggest production companies. Her uncle is a priest who runs children charities in third world countries, okay, Uh, which is a front for human trafficking. These kids are used in, quote, hunting games, unquote. Sarah Ashcraft believes that kids will be stripped and put in cages and then taken to a large property in the middle of nowhere that she believes belonged to her father, let out, and then hunted. They say Sarah was already made, uh, has already made some really serious and bizarre statements And according to many who know her, she has significant psychological issues. Nonetheless, it's possible that her mental state is the result of child abuse. Sarah Ruth Ashcraft is a given name given to her by her parents, which makes her initials even weirder. Okay? S-R-A, Satanic Ritual Abuse. Sarah Ruth. Ashcraft, which makes her initials even weirder, considering what she claims to have endured. On the other hand, Volkova's name appears to be a moniker chosen by the Balenciaga stylist with a hidden significance. Lada in Russia is short for Charlotta, which carried the meaning of tree wheel or free man, as I discussed before. Her surname, Volkova, is also a reference to the wolf, an apex predator, which is also a symbol of true will. They go on to say, Volkova does not hide her passion for Satanism. She uses a lot of symbolism in her work and posts regularly about devil worship and satanic rituals on her Instagram account. In the post above, she shares an explicit image which goes against Instagram's terms of service but was surprisingly never taken down of a staged satanic ritual. It's important to note the message, the devil made her do it, unquote. Now, that term, the devil made me do it, sounds like something from a 1970s sitcom where this black guy would always dress like a woman. And his name was, he would say things like, watch yourself, and the devil made me do it. And that's how he became famous, for dressing like a woman. Bear, tell everybody who we talking about here. Well, I'm looking at his face, but I can't remember his name. 
didn't have a hair nowhere on his face. I'm always skeptical of men. With all due respect to the brothers that don't have no hair on their face, I'm always right. skeptical of a brother that ain't got no hair on his face. Oh, let me go back and see if they I stay in the chat room. Watch yourself. Mm-hmm. Watch your mouth. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. I don't see nobody posted in the chat room. Okay, I'll tell you, Bear, because I know we should be getting short on time. It was Flip Wilson. Oh, yeah, we got, yeah, Flip Wilson. We got, we have 14 minutes. Okay, go and put out the information, Bear, and then okay. I'll try to finish up with and, the song. Okay. And I just want to tell the family uh, that we will be going to the telephone in 14 minutes. You can listen to the rest of the show over the phone. The number is 323-642-1586. And also, Dr. Robert X, do have a GoFundMe page. Please send a donation, and you can find that on the Truth to Power page. And and thank you, Bev. And uh, thanks to the family that uh, sent me donations again. Uh, I can't express to you how much I appreciate that. and again, a, a, another shout out to the family here in Chicago that came out and supported us here uh, as we got back out there. And uh, specific shouts out to the people that drove here from the other cities to listen to and participate in the forums. I, they were excellent, and I think the forum was excellent because of their participation. So again, we thank them. Uh, I thank them. So let's. Yes. Go ahead. So, oh, and let me send out another special thanks to Brother Yasiel mm-hmm. for making his place available to us. We ain't, you know, again, okay. truth is not a, uh, a thing that's gravitate, gravitated to by a lot of people, particularly today, because most people too chicken. they scared of their own shadows. Okay. That's why people resort to so much gun violence, because most of the people that resort to the gun violence are a bunch of cowards. Mm-hmm. Who can't stand on their own and battle anybody, man to man, you know, fist to fist. You know, they think that going to get the gun and shooting up a bunch of people uh, makes them manly. But that's the level of feminine behavior that's imbued in some of the young people. Okay? Again may not necessarily be their fault. But it certainly is. You can literally see it in them. They're going to say, in the post of blah, 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 they say the phrase the devil made me do it is frequently used to characterize someone who has committed a wicked or evil act. In addition, it suggests that the individual was not in control of their activities and was compelled to do something against their choice. Typically, This term is used to insult Christians. They say in modern Satanism, the phrase the devil made me do it is an oxymoron, as Satanists believe he gave them free will. Hence, while they did it voluntarily, they would not have been able to do so without Satan's liberation. This is often depicted by a woman taking a bite of the forbidden fruit and the the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. There's a whole rabbit hole you can go down if you want to learn about this. But for now, 
Here's another picture that Volkova posted. The forbidden fruit coincidentally also represents the sexualization of children in pop culture as the, quote, thing that is desired all the more because it's not allowed, unquote. They say, so the stylist for some of the most prestigious fashion houses is interested in Satanism, child abuse, blood magic, sacrifices, and cannibalism. Maybe she's simply a touch-off or a rocker. Or is this an industry-wide phenomenon? It looks like Volkova's fashion, uh, fashionista's BFFs are also into similar things. Remember how she tagged Albin Adam in that bloody best picture. Albin is the marketing manager and communications director for Alex Studios, a fashion house founded in New York City, then later relocated. They say, what exactly did the devil make you do, Albin Adam? Perhaps if we comb through your Instagram page, which you have not made private, we can find out what kind of stuff you're into. They go on to say, topless little boys playing the dangerous knife game, otherwise known as five-finger fillet. There's a bunch of very disgusting stuff on this Instagram page, which you can uh, take a look at yourself. But I think we get the general gist. He likes Satan, rituals, and young men. He seems to have a bit of an, of an obsession with young uh, DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, right, who himself doesn't like uh, women older than 25, I think was, I think it's older than 25, could be younger, okay? Now, they go on to say, due to the sheer number of factors involved, you can no longer dismiss this as merely random occurrences. There's a consistent uh, topic. And it would appear that the people working in this field are all interested in the same things. They go so far as to try to embed secret messages into their advertising campaigns in order to communicate with each other, high-end fashionistas. Keen-eyed and concerned onlookers notice that other high-end fashion houses use questionable questionable symbols and themes in their campaigns, too, similar to Balenciaga like the Karl Marx X, uh, Mason Sosky, Mason Soxy, uh, puppet-puppet collaboration. The spiral pattern, something, looks an awful lot lot like the symbol believed to secretly, secretly used by predators to signal their preference to other predators. In this case, it allegedly means Young boy lover. The document originally containing these secret symbols was leaked by WikiLeaks. Gucci and Adidas both ran a very shady advertising campaign based on The Shining. In case you need to be reminded, Stephen King's The Shining, blah, 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 uh, and Dr. Sleep are about satanic cultists who absorb the life force or the shine out of suffering, 
traumatized children to give them magical powers. A very close friend of mine who just happened to come out to the forum this past Sunday uh, was the first one to put me up on Dr. Sleep. I'd never heard of it before. She said, Rob, you got to check that out. And I did. And she was right. Okay. Dr. Sleep. They say Stephen King also wrote another novel called It, about a predator clown that grows in power when he consumes scared children. Now, if you look at these uh, uh, these pedophiles, also known as trannies, these uh, uh, cross-dressing people, you tell me that these ain't the scariest-looking people that you've ever seen in your life. All right, they are. I mean, they look like they right out of some kind of Hollywood uh, horror movie. Men dressed like women with beards and shit all over. Anyway, let me go on. They saying just to turn your stomach a little more, Stephen King wrote a whole chapter in It where Beverly, aged 11, has group sex with all the boys in the sewer. Obviously, the director couldn't include that in the film, but it's it has still happened in the book. They say, after reading this, if you were to tell me that I'm reaching, I wouldn't argue. But I still have my suspicions about the fashion industry as a whole. We know that the devil wears Prada, and Satanism is literally... Written into Balenciaga's name. Don't believe me? Translate Balenciaga from Latin into English. And what do you get? Do as you want. Which comes from do as thou wilt. Shall be the whole of the law. A phrase written by dark occultist leader and Satanist Alistair Crowley who Jay-Z wears T-shirts of, by the way, family, and has said, uh, put that phrase, I believe, in more than one of his videos. Y'all know Jigga. Jigga! They say, quote, Crowley argued that, uh, that man cannot be truly free if he lives by his conscience. Quote, the moral, dear child, is that such powers are never to be considered as the main objects. It ought, in fact, to be obvious from the start that anyone's true will must be deeper and more comprehensive than any mere technical achievement. He, in a letter that was later published in a book, Magic Sacrifice Without Tears, uh, that's what he said. They go on to say in closing, Demna, Demna, Givicelia Daly, a close friend and associate of Lada Volkova, shared a quote on his Instagram page where he admits that he, Volkova, and Gosha Rukinsky grew up on child pornography and radiation from Chernobyl. Dimna Gisavelia has also worked with Balenciaga and Betterman 
just like his satanic pal, Lada Volkova. Gasha Rubachinsky has had several allegations of child abuse already leveled against him. Several people have come out on social media saying that Gasha asked underage men on social media for explicit photos of themselves. Gasha replied saying that he was simply recruiting models. Now, why is that important? I'm going to tell you why that's important, family. And I was hoping I could get through this. Well, how much time we got left, Bear? <clears throat> uh, let's see. We're probably out of time. Wait a minute. Uh, one minute. Okay, well, I'm going to take five. And I'm going to mm-hmm. add this because I need to show the family those last names okay. that they were talking about here. About here, okay? Uh, Dimna. Gavasielia, okay? Because, mm-hmm. again, you need to understand the connections in the system of global white supremacy, family. You may think that it's just these high-profile people, and it is high-profile people, but some of them, I guarantee you, have never heard of their name. So they point out that Demna Gavasielia is a close friend and associate of Lara Volkova, who the article talks about is heavily into Satanism, cannibalism, and child abuse. Okay? And ain't ashamed of it. So now watch this, family. Watch this. This comes from eviemagazine.com. Evie Magazine. Creative director of Balenciaga, Demna Gisvelia is ambassador of President Zelensky's fundraising platform, United24. Y'all understand? Uh, pres- of uh, President, uh, Ukraine President? Yes. Hmm. And what's his claim to fame? In terms of his television career, there he was a comedian. We're talking Zelensky. Yeah, he was a, an alleged comedian. Mm-hmm. That's not really what he was. Nope. Oh well, well, we know he was gay. We know he bingo. He, uh, well, he part of all of this. Yeah, he's a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's into. The, the S and M, right? Okay, sadomasochism, playing the piano with his penis, along with several mm-hmm. other men, dressed in S and M garb. Okay, just like so-called French President Macron, groomed by the Rothschilds. But beyond the grooming, he was a part of the grooming of young children. That's why his teacher, who's 40 years older than him, was having sex with him as a young boy. And then he married her, still married. The point is, he was created by them. He was groomed by them. 
And the same thing goes for the current so-called president, prime minister of Canada. All you have to do is look at him for five minutes. And if you don't see a pedophile in that dude, I'll eat your hat and mine. What's the prime minister of Canada, Bev? Tubal, however, however you say his name. Two T-R something. Trudeau. Trudeau, okay. The prime minister of Canada. Look at him. Look through him. Because they're not hard to identify. But you must learn how to use your spiritual sense. It will help you identify who they are. Because nobody had to tell. When I saw his eyebrow fall off, that <laughs> let me know the only people I know who shave off their eyebrows are women who most of them are into the performing arts. <clears throat> I don't know no men that shave off their eyebrows. And remember, he was busted out during his last campaign as what, Bear? They had several pictures of this this clown dressed in blackface. So he is the very definition of the system of white supremacy in blackface. Let's go into this article, and then we'll let the family come in. Balenciaga is one of the biggest name brands in the world, so it makes sense that they will be connected to some of the most famous celebrities and politicians. This year, Demna became the ambassador of the fundraising platform initiated by the president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky. They say, They say this. I'm, I'm just going to skip to the. Let me see. No, I better do the whole thing. It's only a page and a half. They say United 24 was launched on May the 5th, 2022, to act as the main venue for collecting charitable nations in support of Ukraine, as stated on their official website. So far, the charity has raised nearly $233 million. Dimna Gisvelia, uh, the creative director of Balenciaga, who some people believe is behind the brand's recent disturbing gift shop campaign. He's talking about the child pedophile stuff, the Satanism that uh, the little nasty little Satanist white girl uh, was doing, okay? She worked for him, but they all cut from the same cloth, family. Okay, they say uh, became he became the ambassador for United 24 just two months after its launch. Zelensky himself thanked them the support of Ukraine during the Balenciaga Winter 22 show in March 2022, when the creative director shared his personal experience as a refugee. Now, keep in mind, family, what, what a refugee is. They say, thank you for your support. 
is very much appreciated. It's extremely important to keep the world's attention on Ukraine in order to help rebuild our country, says Zelensky. The Balenciaga show featured models who strutted in their most lavish designer outfit through fake snowfall. But it wasn't about fashion, according to Demna. Fashion doesn't matter now. The message must be love and peace. And fashion has to assume a strong position in this crisis. Demna, who is a refugee from Georgia, shared his thoughts on being an ambassador on his Instagram in July. What did we say earlier? Instagram just got busted doing what there? Um, dealing with the with the uh, pedophile. Yes. Basically, allowing for pedophile networks to operate unencumbered on Instagram because Elon Musk kicked them off of Twitter. Okay. Now he says this is Demna. He says. I'm honored to become a United 24 ambassador. I know very well and feel the pain that Ukrainians are going through. I've been thinking a lot about how I can help Ukraine and all the refugees who want to return home. That is why I decided to focus on the humanitarian direction, Ukraine recovery. And the special sweatshirt that we created at Balenciaga would be a kind of message of support for Ukraine. Thanks to Demna's partnership with Zelensky and United24, Balenciaga created long sleeve T-shirts depicting the Ukrainian flag and the country's coat of arms. Then they say, of course, those who are now critical of Demna were quick to question him and Zelensky's actions, quote, Oh, wow, creative director for Balenciaga became the ambassador for Ukraine recovery program designed to help temporarily displace, designed to help temporarily displaced people, unquote. Quote, so the guy who rubber stamped the BDSM child photos was helping Ukraine with their homeless? Does that include kids? Unquote. You know it does. They close by saying, this month, Balenciaga feud outrage for featuring children in inappropriate campaign photos. Their other pictures displayed doctors discussing virtual child pornography and books on disturbing subjects. The luxury brand has since issued an apology and filed a lawsuit against the company, North Six Inc. and Nicholas Desjardins, LLC, who they say are responsible for the photos. But when you look beneath the the advertising campaign, you find all these people who are directly involved in children. This may not, family, at the outset, I know you're asking yourself, Robert X, what does this pedophilia stuff have to do with what global white supremacy in blackface? The answer is has everything to do with it because they're coming at the children using 
the disadvantages that other people have or have been subjected to, while in the meantime, other whole agenda behind the scenes, okay? You can call it George Floyd. Bev, what was George Floyd specifically engaged in? And <laughs> uh, being uh, working in the sex business. Thank you, Bev. Okay. He was working for the porn industry. Mm-hmm. You can't make none of this up. This has to be organic. Otherwise, it does not work. Can't make it up. So George Floyd became nothing more than a messenger for a global system of white supremacy in blackface. And I'm going to show you, hopefully I can get to it tomorrow, how the higher-ups at the ADL wrote a letter of support for George Floyd. Okay? So now you can understand, family, that they don't give a damn about the the uh, the disrespect and abuse of black people. As long as black people basically serve as the shield for them. Unfortunately, with few exceptions, that's exactly what we've become. And I guarantee you, before you get out of this particular series, you're going to have a much clearer understanding of how and why this whole communist thing (coughs) became just another mask, another form of blackface for the global system of white supremacy. And with that, Sister Bear, uh, I look for the family to be back here tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, family, 8 o'clock on Wednesday. That's for the new people. And not, uh, and nine, who are listening. Nine ahead, o'clock, and 9 o'clock if you Eastern Standard Time, but 8 o'clock yes. Chicago time. Yes. And we'll be on from 8 to midnight because... Like now, I got a lot to say, and I know the family have a lot to chime in uh, on as well. So we're going to pick up tomorrow, Bear. Okay. Another thing that was quite interesting that happened, now I know when they first came out with WhatsApp, we exposed it for what it was and that it was basically being run by Israel intelligence, the Mossad. And we said, If you can help it, don't download WhatsApp and stay away from as many of the apps as you possibly can because Mm -hmm. you have to get your ass in a lot of trouble. No pun intended. Well, pun intended. (laughs) Let's go to the family, Ben. All right. I'm getting ready to open the lines up and 312-218. Three one two, all right. Three one two, two one eight. Okay, let's go to the next person. Okay, we're gonna go to Mike. 
773. That, do you have your your uh, mute on? Or is he asleep? Hmm. <laughs> okay, we moving on. Seven zero eight eight two nine. Okay. I'm just listening. Okay, thanks for listening. All right, let's go to. The general. <laughs> the best better in love. the West. So tell Brother West, better love. Okay. Uh oh, West. Hold on, hold on, West. You must have went back and got that old phone again.
a lot of the craft you see flying around out here in the sky is manufactured yep. by uh, the real aliens, because I'm going to just let the secret out of the, the bag, Brother West. The real yep. aliens are old, are old Testament. That's the alien species. Did y'all hear me? I believe that. Yeah, because they, it makes sense, because they are against the humans. Yeah, so that we, is we correct. We Go ahead, Brother West. We winning. I'm gonna tell y'all another. What you say, cycle, uh, core, proteotronic. That's what I call it. When they talk about, uh, remember, they talk about that, uh, uh, that uh, airplane that went from uh, Tennessee and flew to New York, and all of a sudden the pilot fell out asleep and all that crazy stuff and it crashed. Yeah, that, that was a cytotronic too, man. To see what it was, man. They tried to shoot down one of our, our small planes, man. That was the sunny boom you heard. They shot in uh, one of our folk and missed. Okay? So they had to come up yeah. with a story. They had to come up with a story, all right, by some people in the plane, man. And so that's why they were Yeah, they're dealing with Trump, uh, Trump, some of Trump's uh, primary supporters. Well, yeah, yeah. They try to add up, put all that other BS on it, too, man. But that they tried to shoot at one of our folks, see? They can only go yeah. to the speed of sound. But our people travel at the speed of light. And basically right. the speed of thought. Can't do nothing but just bust the sun and boom, man. But we they can't never catch us, man. They're my people, man. So they shot at one of our folks and missed. So they had to come up with a lie. See? Mm-hmm. So this shit funny, man, because it's our time, man. And we winning, man. Okay? We winning. Uh, all, we fight, man. We fighting up there in the sky, too, against uh, them reptilians. We taking their ass out, too, man. Okay? So we winning. And all them... Uh, 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 Deep underground military bases, okay, taking them out too, man. So we went, be cool, be cool, chill out. We we coming on top. talking about, uh, about this LGBTQ stuff and all this crazy stuff. With Spelman, see these Negro cops, all they do is what? Man? They take a field Negro and turn it into a house Negro, man. You back in the matrix, because. You back in the matrix. Huh? We can't hear what you, you back in yep. the matrix. We can't hear you. Yeah, because I'm be telling going the truth. In and out. When I tell the truth, you know how I go, man. When you tell the truth, now if I was telling mm-hmm. some buffoonery and something like that, because and basically black people, what you say about black people now? You say like the party, right? Love it. You got the other word too. What they do? That bell play that song. They like to party and bullshit and party and bullshit. Yeah. I've heard that too. Okay. Yes, sir. With this uh, idiocracy, you see, we, most of the people in the idiocracy, man. Okay, but a lot of us waking up and we got the man and, and coming up with this uh, with uh, 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 all this uh, transgender stuff. Okay, this gonna be the test gonna be for black women. What? One of them big, tall, uh, transgender that look like Joker, Joker that play for uh, 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 Nuggets. Oh man, to... my God! Let's hope. Hey, 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 <laughs> what's gonna happen? You gonna want to join them with Sorority? Gonna be a Delta, AKA? I'm gonna see what those sisters gonna do then, man. When he say he want to be an AKA or Delta, something that's gonna be the test for these black women. All right, because Bev, you say you saw one in the bathroom. He had size 22. Did you see? Did you say that? <laughs> wow! I saw what? One of them transgender in the tall. bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. See, I listen real good. All right. That's my job. I listen for Yeah, listen. you do. I I was going in, he was coming out the stall. I ain't never seen that in my life. Well, that's gonna wow. be the test. If they gonna wanna join them sororities and all that. We're gonna see what those sisters gonna do then, man. I bet you didn't stay in there, did you, Bear? Uh, did I stay in? Yeah, I stayed yeah. in, but 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 he was hurrying up getting out of there. Oh, okay. You stayed in there. What would you have done? I wasn't gonna use the bathroom until exactly. he You say you hold your water. You dropping them panties in there. Well, right? That's right. That's right. Hold your water. out of there. But hey, hey, yeah. hey man, but I get your boy Orange, man, man, he got game, man. You see what he did when he left the courthouse? What he went to a Cuban restaurant and say food for everybody, like he was gonna pay, right? <laughs> for everybody, take table, eat free food, man. <laughs> he got his money in his account and dick, man. He got game, man. <laughs>
Thanks for the comments, Brother West. Hotep and better love. Okay, let's go to 708-829. I wonder, am I having trouble with my... um, Oh, I'm Which just board or everybody? Oh, you just listening. Okay. Okay. I've been to you already. All right. Well, um, earlier, must, everybody must have went to bed because the switchboard was lit up and got quiet. Well, that's all right. You know, we, we, mm-hmm. uh, whenever, um, whenever we're away, <clears throat> the family always gets a little lax. I expect a little bit more traffic tomorrow. So for us to leave mm-hmm. early tonight is is no bad thing at all. No, it's not. We'll be back. It's not. And I, as I told you, these next few programs are going to absolutely blow your mind because what we were going to be able to do that we, again, we weren't able to do at the forum is I can only give people verbal information. Now we're going through the documentation. And it's going to really blow your mind some of the stuff that black people allow to happen to themselves, chasing other people's philosophical pretexts, okay, without mm-hmm. developing our own, and then complain when those philosophies don't quite work for us. Well, they we, we are... Uh especially a lot of the young folks, just like you got a lot of them that's out there programming and doing things, but you also have a lot that is awakening, and they are speaking up. Bev, the brother from Florida brought two young brothers there with him, mm-hmm. and that's why I had to mention them. I'm very much aware that they are young people yeah. who are beyond their years and are paying attention to what's yeah. going on. Yeah. So it ain't never all of them, but it's too many of them for us to overlook because they keep doing this stuff over and over. So it's going to take a cadre of young people to talk to their peers to let them know, man, y'all engaged in stuff that's basically taking us out of here, and here's who's responsible for it. That's why we have to put the information in the hands of the people. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I do have another hand raised here. Let's see. 727-200. Yeah, this is brother from Florida. Yes, sir. Hotel family, better love. Hotel, hotel, better love. Yeah, I just appreciate the shout out. And um, you're a good teacher, Dr. Robert. And I appreciate everything you did for me over the 10 years. That says a lot about... That says a lot about the student, man. You show me a good teacher, and I'll show you some attentive students. Exactly. Yeah, but we can top it up tomorrow. I just wanted to give my thanks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, you know I appreciate it, my brother. Did you you get a chance to listen to some of that information (laughs) on the way back? Well, I I, I had to uh, drive to Washington State. So I'm actually in Montana right now. Wow. Yep. And and there was a sister there. She had to leave early, but she was. Yeah, right. You was in route, and I had to stop. Yeah. And you still in route, right? 
Yeah, I'm still in route. I, I'll be there in uh, Seattle tomorrow. Yeah. But be careful in Seattle, man. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'm going to be in the suburbs, to tell you the truth. So, yeah. you know, I'm not going directly to Seattle. It's just close to, close by. But I, 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 look, I, I asked you, and we talked about Seattle when I was in um, Chicago uh, yeah. this Sunday. Because we were talking yeah. about the guy out there, the rapper or whatever, they gave all that money to do his thing and tear up the city. Yeah. Oh, you know what yeah. I meant to tell you? That What's dude that? was being handled. Oh, man, I can't, I'll, I'll remember his name by tomorrow. I have it for you. He was okay. being handled right. by a producer at CNN. That's who was handling That's him. Right. Yeah, the yeah black I guy. remember it. That's right. That's right. He was, yeah. Yep. Okay, right. brother, I ain't going to hold you. Thank you. Yeah, but I did want to say there was a sister there from Washington, too, that came from the, I, guess, I don't know if she drove or flew in, but she was from Washington State. And I remember yeah, her I, telling you she was from Washington State. Yeah, I wanted to tell you that. Yeah. Well, actually, she wasn't from Washington State. She's from Chicago. But she went to L.A. and was working in the medical establishment and and got ill. As a matter of fact, she was a, I'm not going to call her name, but she was a guest on one of our programs there. Was she? The nurse, the nurse who was a guest on our program. Oh. Yeah. And she it was, was talking, a while ago. Yeah. She was at the okay. forum as well. Wow. Yeah. Good. Okay. And this is steep. I mean steep mm. in ancient comedic history. Mm. Okay. Some powerful family members, and that's great. Absolutely. That's right. Okay, so well, we'll catch up tomorrow. You, Miami. Yes, sir. Okay. Appreciate you, you, my so brother. Much. You're welcome. And look, You're welcome. You're look welcome. forward to when you come Hold back up. to Chicago. Hotel. Better That's love. right. And better love. Better love. Better love. All righty. That's good. That's good. Okay, uh, Dr. X, we'll be back tomorrow to finish this. I mean, to continue yeah. it. This is the, the, the train. We own this different cars on, connected on this train here. So, Absolutely. Um, Thank you, and uh, looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow. Thank you, family, for listening. Better love. Thank you, family. Don't touch us, Bear. Better love. Hotel. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.